0: Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker.
1: Do you or someone you know use your car for a commercial purpose as well as for transporting family and friends? If so, have you checked with your insurance company about your coverage? Well, we're hearing from people who don't do that. And unfortunately, in one case, particularly we had a call for action, it's going to cost this poor young woman a great deal of money. Joining me today to discuss car insurance is Mike McCartan with Joseph W. McCartan Insurance. Mike, welcome to Of Consuming Interest.
0: H- happy to be here and ready to help.
1: All right. Yeah, and you are very helpful and I like your knowledge of insurance. And I like the fact that that you can put yourself in the position of being Uh, Looking at it from the consumer side, because you and I've worked on consumer education many, many times over the years. And uh, I always find you very informative. And that's why I thought about you when I got a call from someone whose daughter was in a car accident. Okay. But the thing was, she was on her way to pick up food for a delivery service and was hit by another car in an intersection. Now, the thing of this was that her insurance company is refusing to pay for the damages to her vehicle. And I don't know about the other vehicle, whether or not she was at fault. There's still some issue about that. So we're not going to discuss who caused the accident here. We're just going to talk about the fact that her insurance company said, look, you were on a a trip for a company You were using your car for commercial purposes, and your insurance only covers it for personal use. So tell us what was going on here, Mike.
0: So let's distinguish between potential commercial use and and working for uh, either a a company where you make deliveries like DoorDash or a rideshare company like Uber and Lyft. So yeah, if, that's if, the
1: latter, is what I'm referring to. She was actually, I believe it was DoorDash that she was going to pick up food. She hadn't even picked it up yet, but right. she was going but to so, pick but, up food.
0: But commercially, so if you're a realtor, like a, a realtor or some type of outside salesperson, that's different than than basically either hauling people or food for hire. So before anybody takes a job, uh for one of these transportation network companies, you need to pick up the phone and call your insurance company. Because if if, if you're hauling people or food around and you haven't notified your company, and generally there's gonna be an appropriate charge or it's possible they're say, we, we can't provide coverage, you need to go somewhere else, you could find yourself in the position of this young woman. So you, you need to make a phone call to your independent agent and say, here's what my plans are, how can you help me?
1: Yeah, I I did some reading up on some of the companies and some of them do provide some coverage for their drivers. But generally, it's after your own insurance has kicked in and whatever is left over or uh, or in some cases they say very readily that your 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 liability, your own vehicle, you have to cover it yourself. So, I'm but I wonder if in fact these companies are disclosing, and I'm not saying they don't, but maybe a consumer, the drivers aren't even aware of the fact that they need to check with their insurance company. So, that's what we're trying to do today is to raise awareness because there are an awful lot of people out there who are driving and they're doing it only part-time. They're doing it maybe two or three times a week or something even. And this young lady, this was, I think, her first or second trip that she was making um, as the delivery person. And so consequently, it, it's a very expensive lesson for her, but one we don't want our listeners to have to, to experience. So that's why we want to talk about it. So what do they need to do? They need to go to their own insurance company first and say, will you cover me? What do I have to do to get coverage um, when I'm driving for a company?
0: Correct. So you you would call your uh, insurance agent. I'm gonna either do food delivery or work for Uber or Lyft. And if the company is willing to provide coverage, not all companies will provide coverage. If they're willing to provide coverage, then there's typically a charge. They change it to a business rating. And in the event something happens, it sort of depends on where you are in the process. Uh, You know, generally, if the transportation network app is turned on and you're in the midst of of picking a person up or dropping a person off, uh, Uber's coverage would be primary and your coverage would be secondary. The food delivery companies do it a little bit differently where your where your, your personal insurance is primary and theirs is secondary. But in, in, in most cases, you also have to be, Uber has a very high deductible. So if your car is damaged, you, you, they've got a big deductible and the food delivery companies, typically you're responsible for the damage to your car. They're only gonna help you if you're at fault.
1: Um, or the the delivery companies, some of them provide personal injury coverage. Uh, but True. you know let me let me just ask you, can you kind of give us a ballpark? it let's suppose that someone like this young lady this was something that she was just doing to earn an occasional extra few dollars. she didn't do it very well as I said I think this was her second trip. But uh, if, is it based, the insurance coverage itself, based on how much you're driving for them? Suppose you're a full-time delivery driver. I mean, your exposure would be a lot greater than somebody like her. But is there any difference made in the amount that, that she or someone else would have to pay for insurance coverage?
0: Uh, n- no. I mean, we're kind of, the industry is kind of adapting to this. It's just, y- y- you get a business rate. Uh, you know it's going to be more expensive maybe a couple hundred dollars probably a little bit more for a younger driver but the the key is to have the key is to notify the insurance company
1: now when you say a couple hundred dollars you talking about a monthly premium or are you talking about overall total cost of the car insurance a uh, yearly
0: yearly, yearly. well it, that's it, not it be, a whole lot yeah it's not it, a whole it
1: lot could it could be
0: a little more for a younger driver it could be more and and I will tell you The prices are going up this has not been a very the companies that do this, it has not been particularly profitable so they're they're, they're, the rates to do this some companies are creating a, a specific rate class for this type of risk.
1: Okay. So, uh, whatever, whether you're driving once or twice a week or every single day, you're probably going to pay kind of the similar insurance premiums. But what you're saying is, is that some companies are not even going to offer this to you, even though you already are insured with them. Am I understanding that correctly?
0: That That is correct. Not all companies will provide coverage. So, if, okay. if, if you called up and they said, we don't offer this, then you, you need to find somebody that does.
1: Yeah, gotcha. And thank you. Let's ah uh, let's take a break here and let our listeners know they're tuned into of consuming interest. My guest is Mike McCartan with Joseph W McCartan Insurance, and we're talking about car insurance, and specifically if you're using your car for commercial purposes and you haven't declared it with your insurance company. Well, anyway, Mike, I'm hoping that we are serving as an alert to all those people out there. There are tens of thousands of people doing deliveries these days, and I'm just curious. If anybody's ever kind of done a survey and ask them, do you have extra insurance? I think I'm going to start asking people that. Do you think that's a bad thing? I mean, I'm really curious as to whether or not they know that they have exposure if they're in an accident. So, uh,
0: A lot of people aren't aware. And I think what happens is, is young people go off to college. It's an opportunity to, to earn a few extra dollars. And they jump in real quick, maybe don't tell their parents or don't think it's necessary because it's an hour to a week and and nobody knows until something happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. So don't take a chance. It's not worth it because you really could be out of a lot of money. Lose. I mean, your whole car, in this case, this young woman's car was totaled. So um, that's going to be, and she's still paying on it. So anyway, it's a sad story, but let us just be forewarned to check with your insurance company before you do anything like that. But let's talk about insurance in general for a car. Now, there's a minimum amount of insurance that I think most states require you to have on your car. Is that correct?
0: They, they, Yes, states, there's a minimum personal liability limit in each state that you're required to have to be compliant with the law.
1: Okay, so you need to know what that state is. And of course, an insurance broker is going to know that information when you contact them. Um, But liability insurance is the most expensive. And that tell us what that is.
0: Well, so liability insurance pays for bodily injury or property damage that you're responsible for. So you, you hit somebody's car, that's property damage. Or you hit somebody's house, that's property damage. If somebody's you hit another vehicle and someone's hit, you're responsible for their medical bills, lost wages, things like that. So that would be bodily mm-hmm. injury.
1: Okay, and so that is the thing that is absolutely required by uh, for drivers. Correct. Okay, so but then there are other things. Uh, what are some of the other types of coverage that people get? Comprehensive. What is that, and what's the difference between collision and comprehensive?
0: So comprehensive comprehensive and collision is is coverage on your vehicle. Comprehensive would cover like fire theft vandalism things that are things that you're not really responsible for collision would pay in the event that uh, you hit something or someone or someone or something hit you so that would pay to fix your car generally from being involved in an accident.
1: Okay, so one of the ways that some people save on insurance is they don't get, I guess, comprehensive coverage, which is to cover their own vehicle, because if it's a very old vehicle, they may not get that much out of it anyway if it's uh, damaged. Is that is that a reasonable assumption?
0: Yes, people eliminate comprehensive and collision coverage.
1: Right. So an older vehicle, you, I guess you just have to kind of take a, an analysis of your own situation and what would happen if you didn't have that vehicle? So, uh, and versus how much you have to pay now? Do older cars uh, get a break as far as uh, the comprehensive coverage?
0: Yes, generally the premium comes down because the car is worth less money each year. It's, it's you know an insurance company is going to pay to make you whole. So whatever the car is worth you know, as time goes on, it's generally less. Now, I would tell you in the last two to three years, used car prices are through the roof. So you might have a car that, you know, four or five years ago, The same car at the same age might have been worth a couple thousand dollars. And you're like, I'm not going to buy coverage on that. Now it might be worth three times that. And it
1: makes sense. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, it's, whoa, it's really startling. So people maybe should sit down and evaluate their insurance coverage as relative to the current market for used cars. Uh, Very interesting. Well, let's talk about some of the rates that affect the car, factors that affect the car insurance. One of the things that I've, I've heard over the years is that the color of your car don't have a red car because the insurance co- costs more. But that's not true, is it?
0: No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, certain cars, certain, you know, it, it's more the make of a car. And maybe at the same time, a lot of people buy that car to a certain color. They're, they're, they're But it's more more model. Certain models are more attractive to thieves.
1: And that that, ha- that lower, uh, increases the, eva- the insurance, I would suspect.
0: Correct. Yes.
1: And can people find out what car makes are more likely to be stolen? Is there someplace? They oh, can oh yes.
0: It? There's, there's, I mean, you can probably Google it. And there's also, you know, you can, if you're getting ready to buy a new car, we can give you a comparison. We can give you an mm-hmm. estimate of the price on two different models. Mm-hmm. And and but th- there's certainly research and information out there that would help you.
1: Do added uh, safety factors like you know the driving assist things and things like that? Do they lower your premiums? I mean, is that something that's going to be a positive when you're buying insurance?
0: Yes. Well, you know, anti-lock brakes, airbags, uh, all the, the the various safety feet, the, the the more safety features you have, the more discounts you get.
1: Okay. Alarms. So- hmm okay alarms alarm systems okay yeah to keep it from being stolen yes uh yeah um okay now uh for example i don't think a lot of people are aware but doesn't uh, I, I, and maybe i'm not correct on this but doesn't your insurance uh um i mean your car insurance it also is based on what your credit rating is is that true or that used to be is that true now is it does
0: that well mo- most so some states have outlawed the use of credit most companies develop what's called an insurance score which is a, 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 a an algorithm with a lot of different factors but but credit uh or credit can play a, a role in it absolutely depending on what state you're in but it, it it's a lot of different factors that, that uh, factor into it now
1: so when you're looking at purchasing a car, you need to do, you need to check your credit for two reasons, to make sure that you can get the loan that you need, assuming you need a loan. And secondly, what kind of impact it would have on your car insurance. So, And that's the reason also to make sure your credit report is accurate. Um, consumers can can get free credit reports every year from each of the three major bureaus. And so they certainly should do that. And I think it's freecreditreport.com is where you go to get that information. Am I correct on that? Do you know?
0: Yes, that is correct.
1: Okay. I'm Shirley Rooker. You're listening to Of Consuming Interest right here on the Federal News Network. My guest is Mike McCartan of Joseph W. McCartan Insurance. And we're talking about the things you need to know about car insurance. I mean... There are an awful lot of cars out there on the road and there's a lot of money that you can probably save if you're really savvy about your car insurance. Uh, Safety features, your credit record, and of course, the big thing, your driving record. How long do things stay on your driving record that can impact your insurance score, uh, credit, your insurance score, as you say? In Maryland,
0: it's three years. Virginia's five years. Uh, But generally speaking, I think uh, three years is a reasonable number to consider.
1: So after three years, if you've had a clean record, then you should go back to your insurer and make sure that your credit, your car insurance can reflect that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And that's up to the consumer. I I don't imagine the insurance company is going to come to you and say, oh, you've been driving and you've been a safe driver for three years. We're going to low your rates. I don't mean to be cynical, but I wouldn't expect a business is going to do that. Well, if,
0: if, 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 if they are surcharging you due to a ticket or multiple tickets, it would be, it would be listed somewhere in their system. So they would reduce the premium. I mean, ah. it never hurts. It never hurts to call, but legally they can't leave a surcharge on like that beyond the Ah. time that that, that's allowed so they're gonna if they've made the charge they're gonna remove the charge but it never hurts to ask
1: i like that and you're absolutely right just uh keep a keeping everybody us up to date on what's on their credit record and, and their, as you say their insurance uh score but um now what about if you lend your car to another driver, just temporary use, does your insurance normally cover that?
0: So the the insurance is gonna follow the car and and unless somebody was specifically excluded from coverage. So you should be very careful lending your car to other people because you're gonna be held, it's gonna go against you and your rates in the long run.
1: Well, I would expect also, if you're lending your car to a younger driver, who would normally have higher, I expect, higher insurance rates, that might just negate your insurance. You need to probably check with your broker before you do any of that, right? Would that be a good idea or get some guidelines?
0: Well, it's it's always good to call and ask questions, but I would say generally speaking, if you lend your car and the policy is paid up, there's going to be coverage for an accident.
1: Okay. And but not if you lend your car to somebody to drive for months, I would expect.
0: Uh, n- no, there would probably be coverage for that.
1: I mean, okay.
0: you, it, m- right. most com- most companies, the, 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 the coverage follows the car. They want to know who you're lending your car to. There, there could be negative repercussions in the event of an accident because you didn't notify them. But in most instances, there would be coverage.
1: Okay. Tell me, what is no-fault insurance? What does that mean? That doesn't mean that you're not at fault. I'm I'm always confused about this.
0: Uh, So in in no fault coverage, if if you're involved in an accident, your damages go to your policy and the other party's damages go to their policy. So
1: So that would depend on the state where you live or where the accident occurred, which would it be?
0: Correct. Right. So Maryland is not a no fault state.
1: What about DC?
0: Nope.
1: Okay. So we right around here, Virginia. Is it a no-fault?
0: In our area, we don't have no any no-fault states.
1: Is that an advantage or a disadvantage from your viewpoint?
0: Uh I, I have not dealt with it a lot. So I I, okay. I have not noticed that the rates are, are drastically different in no fault states. I mean, I think the intent is you take the argument out about who's at fault and I think the intent it, it, is to get, get, try and use some legal actions. I don't know that it's ever played out that way. I mean, we, we, we on occasion write in other states and it doesn't seem to be any less expensive.
1: Okay, now what about rental cars? Are rental cars covered? If you rent a car, does your insurance cover that rental car?
0: So the coverage from your policy extends for the coverage you have. So if you had liability only, you would need to purchase cover, you know, comprehensive, comprehensive and collision right. coverage from the rental company. If you have liability comp and collision, then you you have all the coverage you need uh, for, for a rental car. Now I have
1: so- I haven't rented a car in a little while due to COVID and, and less travel but I know it used to be that the rental car companies pushed you to take on their insurance, to add their insurance. So you're saying, and I always believed that my insurance was going to protect me. So, um, so anyway, consumers just need to know what they've got covering their own car and then you can apply that to the rental car. Correct. Okay. And we only got a couple of minutes left here. Can't believe the time has gone by so fast, but um, any other words of wisdom we need to, in part to consumers out there who are about to get car insurance?
0: Well, I I think the main thing is is we are in a rising rate environment. You know, we've got a lot of challenges with the cost of used vehicles, parts, and repairs. I would encourage everyone to make sure that the biggest discount you can get is to have all your insurance with one company. Multi-policy discounts are probably the number one way to reduce your expense.
1: Ah, that's that's good advice. We well, yeah, that is that makes a lot of sense too. And you deal with one company and get get your insurance. Well, the uh, the thing I guess that that we've learned here today is you need to check your insurance. You need to if you're driving as the commercial vehicle, you're driving your car and using it for commercial purposes. You need to check with your insurance company. You're probably going to need additional. Uh, I haven't heard of any company that would cover your use of a vehicle for commercial purposes. Under your regular uh, policy, so you may know of some, but I I think it would be generally safe to say you really do have to get additional insurance if you're going to be driving and using your car for something other than your own personal use. Is that a accurate statement?
0: You you need to have a discussion with your insurance agent. Yes, you
1: find out. Yep, exactly, and and you know those kind of things. Pick up the phone. Doesn't take but a minute. You can find out what. Any other last moment advice here?
0: Pick up the phone and call me. We're happy to answer (laughs) questions. It's a lot easier to to ask in advance. If you ask in advance, things don't happen generally.
1: Well, you know, I would recommend that consumers when they're getting a car, if they're a new purchaser or whatever, make yourself a list of questions and things that you need to know and then talk to someone like a broker. So that makes sense. Hey, Mike, you've always been great information for our consumers and I I really enjoy that. And I've learned today and thank you so much for, for helping. And I'm hoping that our, our listeners will, if they're thinking of using their car for deductible uh, as a, commercial use, even though it may only be very little time, check with your insurance company. You've been listening to Of Consuming Interest here in the Federal News Network. My guest has been Mike McCartan of Joseph W. McCartan Insurance. And I'm Shirley Rooker on the Federal News Network. You can reach me at Shirley at callforaction.org. Thank you for joining us.